Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Transcribed. Internationally famous Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beers served anywhere. Proudly presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Smoother, smoother, smoother Will you have Pat's Blue Ribbon? And now, the life of Riley. <laughs> to the stirring strains of Mendelssohn's wedding march. In one of Los Angeles' more fashionable churches, Chester A. Riley is leading his daughter Barbara to the altar. Yes, at long last, our hero is about to give away his most carefully guarded treasure. How did this unexpected event come to pass? Well, it began about a month ago on a pleasant California evening which Riley was planning to spend quietly at home. Huh? What'd you say, Peg? The phone, the phone. It says in the paper here... Riley, will you put that paper down? The phone's ringing. Oh, yeah, answer it, will you? Oh, talking to you is like talking to a brick wall. Don't bother, Mother. I'll get it. It's probably for me. (laughs) All right, Babsy, but you don't have to tear it out of my hand. Hello? Hello, honey. Oh, hello. Is the coast clear? Um, no, no, not yet. Your folks still there? When are they going? Well, pretty soon. Where are you? The drugstore on the corner. Are you all packed? Yes. Look, I'll come over. Uh, no, no, Bert. Tell him we're going to a movie or something. Oh, okay. Now, who is that, Dan? Um, it was Bert. We're going out. Well, you've been seeing a lot of this Bert lately. Well, what's wrong with that? Well, don't you think five dates with the same boy in one week's a little too much? Oh, Mother, please don't start that again. Oh, what's the matter with you, Babsy? But this last week you've been so tense and irritable. What's wrong, dear? Nothing's wrong. I'm all right. I'm worried about her, Riley. Riley, will you put that paper down? I'm talking to you. All right, all right. I heard you. I'll answer the phone. Oh. (laughs) The phone rang five minutes ago. I'm talking about Babs. Oh, what's wrong? Well, she's seeing too much of this boy, Bert. Oh, so what? What are you worrying about? She's young. It's Indian summer. It's nature. (laughs) Nature? Sure. Why fight nature? Remember when we were young, before we were married, and we'd sit in the park by the lake? Did you fight nature? I was too busy fighting you. (laughs) But it was a losing fight, huh? (laughs) This is no joke, Riley. Five dates in one week with the same boy is entirely too much. Why, they're... They're practically going steady. Oh, now, relax, relax. He'll only last a couple of weeks like all the others. No, no, she's really serious about this one. But the first thing you know, they'll be wanting to get married. Well, it'll serve them both right. I mean... <laughs> Good night, Peg. I'm going bowling. Hey, mister, will there be much of a wait? No, she'll be right out. Oh, here she is. Babs, what took you so long? I had to write the note. I left it on the hall table. Well, give me your bags and let's get going. Oh, 
Robert, I'm scared. Honey, we went all over that. You love me, don't you? You know I do. Well, then that's all that matters. But, but it doesn't seem right, eloping like this. Mother and Daddy, they'll never forgive me. Oh, yes, they will. Look, honey, in three hours we'll be in Las Vegas and you'll be Mrs. Burt Roberts. And by then it'll be too late for them to do anything about it. Let's go, sweetheart. Come on, get in. Oh, hi there, you two. Oh, Daddy. Mr. Riley. Well, well, you're home early. Well, yeah, I just bowled a couple of games. Just get home? Well, we, uh, you see... Uh, hey, mister, if you're going to get to the airport... Oh, you're going to the airport? What for? Well, I got a call. Um, my grandmother. She's sick. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Where does she live? Oh, she lives... Mister, you've only got a half hour to make that Las Vegas plane. Oh, oh, Las Vegas. Well, I won't keep you. You better hurry. Here, let me help you with those things. Come on, Babs. Uh, you can see me off at the airport. No, no, Bert. Please. No. Oh, go on, Babs. What's the matter with you? Get in. Daddy, no, no. Don't push me. Oh, don't be silly now. Get in. Go. Daddy. <laughs> Goodbye, Daddy. Goodbye, Bert. Hope your grandmother gets better. Okay, driver, step on it. See that you don't miss that plane. Bye. Uh, oh, hello, Riley. Oh, thanks. Well, who was in that cab? Oh, just Bert and Beth. Well, where are they going at this hour? Well, just to the airport. The airport? Oh, don't worry. She'll probably get better. His grandmother. You let Babs go? Well, what's wrong? Just for an hour? Now, don't start worrying. I told you I'm taking full responsibility. Riley, what? what's that note there? What note? Oh, this one. Let me see. Dear Mother and Daddy, please forgive us, but we love each other very much. Bert and I are eloping. Riley! I see nothing to worry about. They're just eloping. Elopement! <laughs> you let them go. I'll, you let them go! I'll kill him. I'll, I'll mobilize him. I'll tear him apart. Well, don't I'll don't there. Any... Raven, do something. Do something, yeah. I'm going to call a lawyer and have that boy a nose. Reach the airport yeah, yet? You're right. Now, now, be calm, Peg. Don't lose my head. We gotta be calm. That's the only way to stop them. Be calm. We gotta be calm. Taxi, call me a peg. <laughs> Will all passengers for Las Vegas please board flight number 46 immediately? You made it. Hurry up, Babs. Let's get on. Well, darling, I hope we're doing the right thing. Now, stop worrying. Come on. Flight 46 to Las Vegas is now leaving. Hold it! Hold it! Hold that plane! Don't let it go up! Peg, grab its tail! Oh, oh. Daddy! Babs! Oh, oh, my little Babs. Thank heaven I'm on time. <laughs> can't get over it. Running off to Las Vegas to get married. How could you even think of it, man? All right, Riley, that's enough. You scolded her all last night. Now stop it. I won't stop it. Not till I find out why she did it. I told you, Daddy. Why can't you understand? Bert and I love each other. We love each other. Love? That's the stupidest reason I ever heard for getting married. <laughs> you're only 17. You're a child. You're both children. What do you know about life? This Bert probably hasn't got a nickel to his name, and he wants to get married. How does he expect to support a wife? Bert's fully capable of supporting a wife. Uh, that's what they all say. That's what I said. <laughs> you ask your mother. She knows better now. <laughs> I don't care about 
about money. Besides, Bert... What hurt most is you were going to run off and do it without telling us. The most important time of your life, and you didn't trust us. When your mother and me got married, we'd have told you if you'd been around. <laughs> all right, Riley. She said she's sorry. It's all over and done with. You bet it is, because she ain't going to see Mr. Burt Roberts no more. Uh, I will, too, see him. No, no, that's what you think. But I'm having a little talk with that young squirt's father. Mr. Roberts? Yes, he's coming here today, and when I get through oh, no, with him... Oh, no, you mustn't. Don't tell me what I can do. Uh, I won't be treated like this. That's enough, Babs. Go to you then. I'm not oh, a child. I won't let you for heaven's sake. She feels bad enough as it is. You didn't have to yell at her like that. Look, Peg, Babs is my responsibility. I can handle her. If you'd have paid a little more attention to your daughter, this whole thing would never have happened in the first place. What? You have the nerve... Didn't I say she was seeing Bert too often? Didn't I warn you something fishy was going on? A lot of attention you paid. You even helped him into the taxi with their bags and waved goodbye. <laughs> if they used a ladder to elope with, you'd have held the ladder. <laughs> Never mind. I was the one who grabbed the tail of the plane. <laughs> That's Bert's old man. Thank you. There's going to be some pretty harsh words spoken. I don't want no woman around. I'm coming. Mr. Riley? Yes? I'm Bert's father. How do? Come in. Let's go in the living room. Here. Thanks. Mr. Riley, I'm, I'm terribly upset about this whole affair. You're upset. How do you think I feel? Believe me, sir, I know how you must feel. They're both so young. They're just kids. But they are very much in love. Maybe it's wrong to stand in their way. They, they might try to elope again. It might be better if they got married. Uh, properly, of course. What? You must be out of your mind. I don't want to hear no more talk about marriage. They're too young. They're, 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 they're unmature. Well, I mean, if you... Ah, he... this is all your boy's fault. Babs ain't the kind of a girl who runs away and elopes. He made her do it. Well, Bert's always been a pretty wild kid. I'm ordering you to see that he stays away from my bed. Yes, of course, that'll be hard to do, but I'll try. You better see to it, Robert. Bert's a bit difficult to handle. What kind of a father are you? Can't you control your own son? It's pretty hard to control a boy whose grandfather left him a million-dollar trust fund when he was 18. Sit down, Mr. Roberts. <laughs> but I'll keep him away from your girl. He's had his own way long enough. <laughs> Let's not be hasty about this. Huh? After all, who are we to stand in the way of love? I realize they're young, but it's their life. But, Mr. Riley, you just... I said... know, and believe me, I could bite my tongue off. <laughs> you can't fight nature. The way I look at it, now here's two mature young people so much in love. That they... Well, goodbye, Mr. Riley. It's certainly been a pleasure meeting you. Oh, the pleasure was all mine. Goodbye. 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 Well, Riley, is he gone? Yep. What did he say? Well, uh, don't worry, it's all settled. It is? Did you put your foot down? You bet I did. And the wedding will take place three weeks from today. (laughs) 
You have just heard the first act of The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Now, the smart question, the smooth answer. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. In Texas on the Rio Grande, their cowboys have a favorite brand. They serve it at your local bar. Sing out, partner for PBR. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon Anywhere. Pap's Blue Ribbon. Prove it yourself with a three-way expert's test. One, your eyes are pleased with that Blue Ribbon clearness and sparkle. Two, your nose is teased with the aroma of Blue Ribbon hops. Three, your taste agrees. Finest beer, sir. Anywhere. Pap's Blue Ribbon beer. What'll you have? Pap's Blue Ribbon. Now, back to The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley with Paula Winslow and John Brown. The wedding of Barbara Riley to Bert Roberts is only a week off, but there is no air of festivity in the Riley household. Instead, there is tension. This is all your fault. She'd have forgotten all about him by now if it hadn't been for you. You're pushing her into this marriage. Now, look, Peg, why are you so stubborn? Babs wants the wedding, Bert wants the wedding, Bert's father and mother want the wedding, and I want the wedding. You want the trust fund. <laughs> That's not true. That trust fund of $752,643.89 never even entered my mind. And there were desperate pleadings. Riley, please, please call it off. There's still time. No, anyway, it's too late. No, it isn't. Please, Riley. Don't you love your daughter? You know I love Babs. Her happiness is all I'm thinking of, but she wouldn't listen. Oh, she'll listen to you. You want to ruin her life? Ruin her life? This is the best thing could have happened to her. She'll have everything she wants. Every luxury. A car, a home, beautiful clothes. All the things I was never able to give you. Those things don't matter. Well, then why are you always screaming at me to get them? <laughs> this wedding's going to take place. My head is made up. Now a joint conference between the two families is taking place to arrange last-minute details for the wedding. Now, as for the flowers, Barbara will carry a bouquet... Hey, you know, Peg, I was thinking... Mr. Riley. Huh? I was talking. You interrupted. Oh, excuse me. I I, I didn't mean to. Uh, Go right ahead, Mrs. Roberts. Now, Barbara will carry a bouquet of American Beauty roses. Well, I thought... Uh, Peg, don't interrupt. Uh, what were you saying, Mrs. Roberts? Well, I decided... Babs and I discussed it last night, and we preferred orange blossoms. Oh, my dear. <laughs> orange blossoms are, well, shall we say, a little trite? Definitely déclassé. Why, no. Uh, on the contrary, I think they're... My very... dear, you must let me be the best judge of that. Yes, I... let her be the best judge. Orange blossoms are trite. <laughs> but I want orange blossoms. Oh, no, no, my dear, not orange blossoms. Oh, what's the difference? It's silly to argue over flowers. Let Mother have her way, Babs. But it's my... Oh, all right. Now, wait. If Babs wants... Oh, all right. 
John, dear, don't forget to order the roses. Oh, uh, yes, Martha. Uh, uh, yeah, you see, everything can be settled without hard feelings. Mm, now, let me see what else is there. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, John. We forgot to send invitations to the Van Burens, the Monroes, and the Skylers. I don't know how we overlooked them. Oh, we must send them out tonight. Can't afford to offend those people. Uh, say, while, while we're on the subject, uh, some of my friends are wondering why they didn't get their invitations yet. I gave you that list over a week ago. You know, the Gillises, the Durkins, the Greenbergs, the Zabiscos. Oh, those. <laughs> well, well, you see, the list was way too long. The church will only hold so many people. So I, well, I simply had to go over the whole list and uh, weed some people out. Yeah, but why pull out my weed? <laughs> Why pick on my friends? Why not the Van Buren? Dear, you must let her be the best judge of that. Well, gee, I won't have nobody to talk to at the wedding. Well, well, I certainly think Daddy's friends should be invited. After all, it's my wedding. Babs, darling, please, must we have all these arguments over every little thing? I don't think this is a little thing, Bert. Daddy's well, friends... Well, that's okay, honey. It's not that important. They're not really such close friends. I've only known him 10 or 20 years. <laughs> I don't mind. Well, well, I think that's all for now. Barbara, if you don't want to be late for your fitting at the dressmaker's, you'd better hurry. We'll drop you there. Oh, I didn't realize it was so late. Well, let's go. Mother, are you coming? Well, um, no, dear. I, I've got some things to do. You run along with Mrs. Roberts. Well, I'll see you later. <laughs> and don't forget, we're rehearsing the whole ceremony at the church tomorrow at 4. Now, don't be late. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Goodbye for now. Goodbye. Well, I hope you're proud of yourself. What did I do? You made me sick, the way you kowtowed to that woman. Why, she practically insulted you, and you just sat there and took it. Well, what do you want me to do, hit her? <laughs> She's bigger than I am. <laughs> Besides, I ain't so sensitive. Well, I am. And she insulted me, your own wife. Well, why didn't you hit her? <laughs> your daughter's wedding. And you can't even invite your own friends. And you don't say a word. What kind of a father are you? Why, you're just selling your daughter for a million dollars. I am not. How can you say such a thing? How can you even think of it? Besides, it's a pretty good price. <laughs> I mean, you're getting me all mixed up. Believe me, if I'd have known marrying off a girl was so much trouble, I'd have ordered you to only have boys. What a horrible mess. I had to go talk my poor little babs into a wedding. When will I learn to keep my big mouth shut good and tight? I don't know the exact date, but you'll learn, believe me. <laughs> oh, Digger Odell, I'm just in the mood for an undertaker. Oh, thank you, Riley. As I was saying to the late Mr. McGillicuddy at Forest Lawn this afternoon, I like your spirit. Well, uh, so long, Dick. No, wait, I'll walk along with you. I'm on my way to a meeting of our charity group, the UEPBOTMC. UEPBOTMC? The Undertakers, Embalmers, and Pallbearers, Box of the Month Club. <laughs> We're holding a raffle for needy people, the lucky winner. Gets a free box. Ah. 
What's in it? The lucky winner. <laughs> Guess his choice of various goodies. Oh. Dried figs, dried apricots, dried kumquat. Everything dry. <laughs> Ain't there nothing gooey? Oh, yeah. Right, Chris. <laughs> well, so long, Digger. I've got to go to a rehearsal of Bad's wedding. Oh, I'm glad you brought the subject up. I'm hurt that I didn't receive an invitation. That's no way to treat a friend. You'll regret it someday. All right, all right, Digger. It's my funeral. For that, I won't need an invitation. <laughs> well, it's not my fault, Digger. It's the boys' family. They're very snobby. They're running the whole thing. Who are they, Rich? Yeah, the old man's in real estate. He's taken plenty out of California land. That's nothing. I put plenty into it. <laughs> Riley, if you let your dear daughter marry into this snobbish clan, I am through with you forever. Now, please, take You can right. tell everybody that Digby O'Dell has dropped you, and for good. And no other friend of mine is able to make that statement. Cheerio. <laughs> uh, I'd better be shoveling off. <laughs> That, that, that was lovely, lovely. But remember, don't turn and march back up the aisle until after the groom has kissed the bride. Well, I think we've got it done pretty well by now. I'm glad that's over. Well, I thought the last part was very awkward. Barbara, when you march up the aisle, must you slouch so? Well, I, I'm tired, Mrs. Roberts. Oh, I know, darling, but we want to get it right, don't we? You don't want to look awkward. Shall we do the last part over again? Well, what for? Beds look pretty good to me. Come along, everybody. The last part over again. Yeah, but... Come along, everybody. The last part over again. <laughs> oh, this is silly. Oh, Peg, please cooperate. Huh? Now take your position, Barbara. Oh, all right. Let's get it over with. Now, we'll try it from the part where I say, do you, Barbara, take, and so forth, and so forth, and so forth, and do you, Bert, take Barbara, and so on, and so on, and so on, and then I say... If there is anyone amongst you who can show cause why these two should not be joined, and so on, let him speak now, and so on and so forth. And then I pronounce you man, and so forth. Uh, you kiss the bride, Bert. Uh, 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 now, music. Music. And turn and march up the aisle. No, 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 Barbara. You're slouching again. Hold your bouquet up. Shoulders back. Head up. Now, don't drag your feet. No, 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 no. It's all wrong. I've never seen anyone so ungainly. Now, let's do it once more, and we'll keep doing it until we've got it perfect. Simon will agree. What's that? I, I, I said I agree. <laughs> now, once more, Barbara. Oh, this is ridiculous, Mrs. Roberts. Please, Mrs. Riley. I'm so tired, I'm ready to drop. Why do we have to do it over and over? Bert, oh, but... come on, Bab. Snap out of it. Do what Mother says. Well, after all, my dear, you must... Oh, all right, all right, I'll do it. Let's get it over with. Oh, now. <laughs> do you, Barbara, no take cry, this honey. man and so on and so forth? Let's get a crack. And do you, Bert, take this woman don't and cry. so on and so forth? I'll, I'll be do. all right. Be and happy, if there is Bert. anyone amongst you who no can so cause by these two should not Please be joined cry, in holy Bert. matrimony, let him speak now or forever hold his peace. Stop the music! 
This here wagon is off. Oh, why I don't understand you. you Shut up, all of you. Mr. Riley. I took enough from you. I let you insult me, insult my wife, insult my friends. I let you shove us around, and I took it for Bab's sake. But when I saw how you picked on her and nagged her just now, making her miserable when this should be the happiest time of her life, I knew this is no marriage for my daughter. Peg, you were right. This ain't a marriage. This is a business deal. Well, no sale. I'm taking my merchandise back. Peg, wrap her up. I mean, <laughs> get a wrap. We're getting out of here. You can't buy a Riley. Now see here, you stupid oaf. Don't you dare talk to my father like that. Bad mother. Oh, just... shut up, you big jerk. <laughs> Spoken like a Riley. <laughs> I'm sick of you. I'm sick of your whole family. Here, here's your ring back. I don't want you and I don't want your money. Babs, you don't realize what you're saying. You don't want to marry me? Marry you? I'd rather marry some pauper without a cent to his name, even if I had to support him the rest of his life. Yes, sir. It was good enough for her mother and it's good enough for her. <laughs> Riley's will be back in just a moment. But right now, let's take a quick musical trip to Blue Ribbon Land, to places around the world where folks enjoy internationally famous Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Ready now? See how many you can get. That's right. That's right. Way out in Hong Kong, China, folks enjoy Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere. Now? That's right, that's right, Havana, Cuba. You're perfectly right. Another Blue Ribbon country where internationally famous Pabst Blue Ribbon is served and enjoyed. Next. Right, you are. Right, the Golden State, California. Yes, all over America, all over the world, folks enjoy that number one international favorite, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served anywhere. It's the beer the whole world knows about. And remember, the quality that has carried that fame around the world is yours for the asking. So next time somebody says, what'll you have? Give them the world's best answer. That smoother, smoother, smoother Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. How's Babs taking it, Peg? Well, pretty good, considering. She's still upset, of course, but she'll snap out of it in a few days. Yeah. Oh, I was a close shave. <laughs> Riley, dear, yeah. I didn't tell you, but I thought you were wonderful the way you spoke up. You made me so proud. Oh, well, it's lucky we had that rehearsal, though. I, I don't know if I'd have had the nerve to do it at the wedding. You know, I, I don't go for these wedding rehearsals. After all, marriage ain't like a show, ain't entertainment. Right. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm sure that we didn't have a rehearsal at our wedding. Yes, our wedding might have gone off smoother if we had. Well, maybe, but I couldn't have stood kissing your father twice. <laughs> you know, Mr. Wellington, speaking of weddings, it was just 18 years ago that Peg popped the question to me. Peg proposed to you? Why, you're kidding, Riley. I didn't say she proposed. I said she popped the question. Oh. And from that time on, I knew we were made for each other. 
You know what Peg asked me? Why not? She said, What'll you have, Riley? And I said, Pabst Blue Ribbon. What else? The finest beer served anywhere. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Reuben Shipp and Alan Lipscott. Direction by Mitch Lindemann. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow, Digger O'Dell is John Brown, and Babs is Barbara Eiler. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. Life of Riley is brought to you by the Pabst Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and sent your way with the best wishes of Pabst Blue Ribbon dealers from coast to coast. See you next week. Jimmy Wallington speaking. The preceding was transcribed. Your biggest bet for entertainment is the big show Sunday on NBC.